What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside my co-hosts, Andrew Schreffler and Jack Manis. Welcome back, folks. We are here. NFL free agency is upon us next week. I think it officially starts, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, March 13th. Does that sound right to you guys? Um, maybe like the window where like you no, it's it starts on it, I, it starts on Monday, March 11th, I think. Well, I don't know. It's a little confusing when it gets to when teams are like legally allowed to tamper and when they're allowed to have discussions and all that stuff. It's kind of a gray area, gray area, excuse me, in in my opinion. But nonetheless, it's it's in about a week or a week and a half or so. And I feel like annually we we do the this type of episode where we kind of go through some of the high profile free agents um on on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Guys we find maybe interesting and we try to predict where they're gonna end up and what kind of contract they'll be receiving from the team that signs them so that's what we're going to do here today we got 15 guys that we thought uh are some of the most high profile free agents that we thought would be interesting to discuss um we got a couple quarterbacks it's going to be a very interesting uh running back free agent class i feel like it's one of the more interesting ones that we've seen in quite a while because there's a lot of big names but they're older so how much money are they going to get we'll kind of get into that um, for some of the guys here and then also a lot of edge rushers out there, um, available to sign. So that's fun. And, uh, Chris Jones, I know he's not an edge rusher, but you know, someone that could really get after the quarterback. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? I, I, I know you, I, this isn't a question we prepared for, but is there anyone out there, perhaps not that we're going to talk about in this episode that you have on your wish list for, you know, Streff for the Eagles or for Jack for the Steelers? Mm. I don't know if there's anyone like too high profile for me. Um, the one guy that we're not going to cover, but the the Legarius Sneed situation is something that I'll be monitoring closely. Yeah, us as well. I mean, I feel like it, w- it would make sense for Steelers or the Eagles to kind of go after them, especially the Eagles. They had a lot of problems in their second secondary last season, so um, he would certainly be a addition the Eagles and their fans would welcome with with open arms for sure. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely a good answer. There, there's there's a decent amount of guys that feel like free agents, like Justin Fields. He's not a free agent, but he feels like one because it's almost certainly that he's going to be on a different team. Oh. Assuming that the Bears go through with their, you know, what is perceived as their plan is to draft a quarterback at number one overall. So there's him, there's Russell Wilson who's going to garner some, I mean, I'm sure there's already some discussions. I don't know how how much discussions he's garnering, but you know he's another interesting person to monitor. And he mentioned Legarius Need, of course, as well. Um, these teams, like the Chiefs, got it. They can't keep everyone, it seems. Or if they can, the cap is a myth, and I'm never gonna pay attention to it ever again. If the Chiefs can somehow resign Snead, Jones, um, and everyone that they want to, then what's the point of the cap? Am I right? Um, so. Anyway, are you guys ready to uh, get into these guys then? Yeah, let's do it. Sorry. Pa- pa- Talk sorry. about some dudes. <laughs> uh, uh, are, are we uh, 
So we just gonna we're gonna say Did you guys do a landing spot? I didn't do a landing spot, but I can think of one. Oh, I did. I thought that's what we were doing. I have some in my head. I, I didn't I didn't write any down, but I I also okay. have some ideas. Yeah, I guess you don't have to. I, I wrote who I think wh- who where they're gonna go. Some were kind of just wild guesses because it's it's it really could be a lot of teams, but I just thought it was fun to kind of map them out to who I saw signing them. Yeah, I just have the uh, total contract in the years, and I just like this. I I love doing this because I just like to see the disparity that we have. Yeah, like where we're off, and if we, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting as well. I feel like there's been times I can't remember anyone in particular uh, that comes to mind right away, but I feel like there's been players we've been way off of, and it, and it garnered a lot of. Uh, discussion and debate between us so you remember last year i think we were pretty off on jimmy garoppolo yeah that sounds about right but i wanted to yeah, give Mitchell, you were pretty shot. low and me and Trevor were pretty high but then he ended up getting it yeah hey i bet I, I wish the raiders wish they they paid him what i suggested uh considering yeah. how that turned out this year so all right, let's uh, let's get into it. Should we start with the, the quarterbacks, or do you want to save them for a little bit later? I don't know what order you guys thought of maybe would be best here. I didn't think of any order. Well, no, whatever you want. It's up to you. Let's start with... Let's just start with the quarterbacks. Why not? We'll just go in order of how we listed it in, uh, in our group chat here. But we have two quarterbacks here, as, as I said a, a moment ago. One name, a guy who is coming off of a pretty catastrophic injury, getting up there in age, that's Kirk Cousins. I think he's one of the most fascinating people on here. Um, should we just go around, go around the, go around here and saying what we we had for him, and then we can discuss after that? I think that's usually how we do do things here. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, Jack, what do you have, Kirk? Uh, the years and the amount. Two years, eighty million. Okay, I have uh, two years, eighty million dollars. Wow! Ooh, wow! I I went a little bit lower. I went two years, sixty-eight mil. Okay. Now I I know you guys didn't per se do landing spots, but I have him uh, resigning in Minnesota. I feel like that's the most likely option. I think from what I've kind of gathered. I, Although I've heard I some would... rumblings of uh, Atlanta, but I I haven't. I, if I had to bet money, I'd say he's a Viking next year. I agree with that. I think they're in a weird spot in the draft where they might not want to put all the chips in to go get a guy. Um, and yeah, I think Atlanta is the only team that to me like really makes sense for him because it's a roster that I think can compete right away with a, with a quarterback. But um, yeah, so I was a little bit lower. But for me, it was more uh, it was more injury related than anything. Uh, getting up there in age, uh, I think um, Rogers right now is making a little bit more than that still. Um, so he's a little, he'd be a little below that with this with this number. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was mostly injury for me that bumped the number down a little bit. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't love to pay him forty million dollars. I just, I think that's what he's going to get. I don't know if I'd personally do that myself. Yeah. Um, so if, if that's your reasoning, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I would want to stay away from him at that price, but I think that's what he's going to get, and I think the Vikings are going to give it to him. 
I would um I'd pay that. Uh well isn't aren't we doing like the amount that we would do, not what we think they'll get? Uh I did what I thought they're gonna get. I can adjust it or give two answers. I thought it's traditionally we did like what we what we would personally give them, but um regardless, I mean I, I would give him that and I think he will get that and it seems like a lot, but I mean that's just the going rate for a quarterback now. Like Daniel Jones got that last a year ago. That's what Dak's at. You know, it's and another thing with these contracts should preface this maybe like they're gonna they go up every year and like every year obviously like that's just how it works like everyone's getting paid more and more because the cap goes up every year and it was big news that the cap went up uh i think it's 30 million for each team which when that news broke whenever that was maybe like a week or two ago i didn't really think much of it and like i know some fans were like oh we have so much more money now but that's obviously dumb because all the teams have more money just like inflation kind of so um, but it is so again, back to my point that the cap goes up and up every year, but I heard today that they were expecting the cap for each team to go up like 18 to 20 million. And then it went up 30 million. So they did go up more than what they expect. So contracts are going to be seemingly like a little, feel like a little more outrageous than usual. I have a feeling this year. It's going to be for like a- that year in the NBA. Um, where I think it was uh, MFA Mozgov got like three years, like 50-something mil, and everyone was like, what, what's going on here? It's going to be like that. Just like that. Yeah. A lot of like Christian Kirk 2022 contracts. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, any more thoughts on Kirk? I, I feel like what Shref said, they may they pick eleven. Am I, is that right? I think that's. I think that they pick eleven. Yeah, this year. Yeah, the, there's like a string. It's like Bronc. It's a like Vikings, Broncos, Raiders of like teams that that could want a quarterback, but they're in like a weird spot. So it, like, there's a lot of spots that are going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, and, and if they signed Kirk to that contract, that doesn't rule them out for from getting a quarterback because he is an older player. And certainly some of these guys could benefit from sitting for about a year or so. Uh, however, that, that would make it less likely inherently. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the Vikings do. They could, I could see them getting J.J. McCarthy, you know, having him sit for another or year, year and a half. Um, while Kirk, you know, they, they, they try to push forward for making a deep playoff run. Um, so also a lot tough, of avenues like, they can go. There's this... Uh looming discussion of extending Jefferson too, which that seems like it should be a priority even over Kirk and like give Kirk 40 million a year. And what are they going to give Jefferson close to that? Maybe <laughs> it's just, it's tough because I've, I've also, although this is a lot of speculation because we're not in these rooms negotiating contracts and, and whatnot, but I've heard that Jefferson is hesitant to sign an extension Without uh, right when the quarterback situation is so volatile, so he wants to kind of know what's going on before he fully commits to uh, a seemingly lifetime contract with Minnesota. Uh, Mitchell, I'm writing all these down. Do you want to adjust your number of what you would give? 
Because I want to kind of come up with like a, a collective average of like what we would give the person. Okay. I, I'll say two years, 75. And Shreff, you said 66, right? Uh, yes. I think he said 68, but if you said 66, obviously. Make it 66. I want to add 66 sounds right for me. That sounds good. All right. Well, we're starting off the bat with, uh, that's a little bit more of a disparity than I, that I thought we would initially here. So that's interesting. Let's keep it moving. Uh, we have Baker Mayfield who has had a very wild career, if you think about it. So many different coaches, so many different coordinators, so many different teams. And he has, I feel like it's not even an argument, but the best season of his career last year with the Bucks, leading them to the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, he certainly made himself a lot more money than he was looking at this time last year. Uh, but Streff, you can start. Where do you see Baker Mayfield? If, if you, you don't have to answer that, but if you have a team in mind and... What would you give him in terms of a contract? Uh, this is one where I do definitely have a team in mind. I think he stays in Tampa. Uh, it, it seems like they've kind of planted roots there. Um, I think the way that uh, it went in terms of, you know, Todd Bowles kind of ended up redeeming himself and staying there. I think that's going to include Baker staying there too. Um, I think it's going to be pretty much a carbon copy of the Geno deal. I'm going to give him a three for 25 per, so three for 75. Hmm. I guess I'll go next. I hmm. I think I would give him more than that. I think I would I would give him more than than Gino's contract. However, I would I'm still a little hesitant. I think I would want to see it one more year. I'm not going to give him a one year prove it deal per se. I know he's maybe wants a little bit longer term contract, but for up to me, I'll give him. I'll give him two years, sixty-two million. Mitchell is almost identical. Almost identical as mine. I have sixty million for two years. You guys okay. are giving him more. You're taking a year off. Yeah, yeah. That's I, how I feel. Right. I, I, like I said, I feel like he's earned it, uh, and I, no, I would want to reward that, but. I I'd still be hesitant because we're going to be entering year two of this Geno contract. And if he has a, a, a down year, then they're really going to be regretting, you know, giving, I guess, you know, it's only one more year and you could probably cut him and, or do something like that. But no, they can't, yeah, uh, the Geno contract is structured. They can essentially cut him after this year. Okay. But still, all right. Maybe if they, they, the contract with Baker could work something out like that, where there's an out after two years, um, but sign him for three at that rate. So, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I, I I would, again, with with all those factors, the cap going up a little bit. Um, I, I I I'm okay with giving Baker a little bit more than Gino, but like I said, I'm still a little hesitant. He, although he had a very good year. I agree. And with also, that. sorry, sorry, one more thing. I don't know if I said it. I agree with Streff. I think he's staying in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree with that. That I would ideally would like him to prove it another year like ideally it would be a one-year contract but he he'll get like if the bucks came to him and say like we want to sign you for another one-year deal he's gonna get at least a two-year deal somewhere else he could so like right. they'll they're gonna have to do at least two years i imagine 
a multi year yeah. deal. But I, I it, it could likely be a three year deal like Geno's, and then it's structure where they can cut him after two. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Man, that would I'm trying to count here what that would rank in terms of what how what what number highest paid quarterback he'd be. Um but you, No, I mean it's right around Gino. Above Gino is Jared Goff. Right. I'm looking are you looking at over the cap? No, I'm looking at spot track. Um Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. That contract sucks. Yeah, so he's definitely earned it. Uh, I just, especially no, no more Canales too. I, I, who did the Bucks bring in as their offensive coordinator? Did, did anyone know that? I'm gonna um, verify that right Cohen, now. Uh, Cohen from Kentucky, I believe. Yeah, Liam Cohen. He was with so, the Rams for a little. I'm pretty sure. Right. New uh new offensive coordinator. Let's see how he does adjusting to that. Maybe you could chalk up his success to a canalis factor. So certainly interesting to see if he can continue this level of play um with a new kind of regime. I know Todd Bowles is still there, but doesn't really have anything to do with the development of Baker in that sense. So Okay. Anything else on Mayfield before we move on to the running backs? I am happy for him. I he's the He's deserving of a payday, and it seems like he's at least going to get a, a semblance of one. So good for him. Exactly. All right, we're going to move on to the running backs here. We got three. There's, like I said at the top of the show, there's there's quite a few that are interesting to talk about, but we wanted to limit it to three. Let's start with Derrick Henry. I want to go last because, again, I'm kind of adjusting these numbers on the fly because I misunderstood the directions that is totally my fault i read reread our text so that's on me but uh jack how much would you give derrick henry and if you have a team in mind where would you see him ending up um i got two teams in mind the contract i have uh 30 million two years with the I mean, Ravens would be a great landing spot. The Texans would also be a sneaky landing spot that, like, they can afford it. I don't know the Ravens. That I mean, obviously with Lamar's contract, it's it's tougher to get make that work. Um. The the Texans, but then I don't know. Like, does he have some feelings of going into the same division? So, uh, but I I feel like. I mean, fifteen million a year is that like what he's at around now, or is he a little less than that now? Um, he's around that. I forget the number exactly. Yeah, I mean, you could say. I mean, if you look at his stats, his production dipped, but I don't think, pers- me personally, I don't think he looks any different. I mean, this is a product of that offense and offensive line getting so much worse the past two seasons. Um, you put him in a good. Uh, system like the Ravens and the Texans look great now. He could flourish similarly to what he did in like 2020, 2021. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, Shref? Yeah. Uh, I had a little bit less. I have two for 26, so I'm giving him 13 per. Um, 
I think obviously the age getting up there a little bit. And also I think that, you know, going to a new place also means that he's getting out of a place in Tennessee where like the offense was Derrick Henry. So, you know, going to a new place, I think the, where, where he's not necessarily going to be like the focal point. I, I, I would say that his number is probably going to reflect that when we see the contract. Um, all I can think about is the Ravens fit really. Um, Cause I think it would be cool and I think it'd be good. Um, I also think if, if I was going to throw out another team, I don't know what their money situation is going to look like once they get through some of these deals that they want to get done. But Alice, Alice could be interesting. Well, I'll interject here because uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. And I, I have the Cowboys and I, I feel like no one, I don't know. I haven't really heard anyone talk about that. Them signing like Derrick Henry or talk someone like that. But... Line, possibly. There was talk at the trade deadline that, but it, that was more maybe speculation than it was like actual truth to it. Yeah, I got Dallas, and I had the same history. I have two years, twenty six million, so I'm I'm right in agreement there. I just think that would be a total Jones move to to get Derrick Henry. I can see it now. And if he, it, if he copies what he did with Zeke's contract, he's going to sign Derrick Henry for like a. What? So he's 36. Wasn't Zeke's contract, this must have been like 2018 ish, like 115 million for six years? He gave him a six year contract, if I'm remembering correctly. That sounds right. I don't think it was, it was quite something for like 115, that, yeah. but it was up there. Uh, I think maybe it was like 90 for six million. I, I maybe the, the 15 million is like mean annual value. Something, something that's stuck in my head somewhere, but. A six, he has a six-year contract. It's, that's crazy. Yeah, and and it, Jack kind of alluded to it, but I, I'm certainly interested to see Henry, what he looks like behind a better offensive line than Tennessee because they were pretty bad. So seeing him go to a team like Dallas who has historically had good offensive lines, I know they're going to be losing Tyron Smith, but he's older anyway. And... um. I, I think that would be a very interesting fit, especially a guy we're not going to talk about, but Tony Pollard, he's set to be a free agent. I don't think can they already tagged him? Can can you ta- you can tag guy twice? Kirk got tagged twice, so yeah, I, yeah. I I think they're can, not going to though. It doesn't sound like they're going to. Right. So especially not having him there, their backfield can, could look completely different um, next season. Derrick Henry maybe like a, a a fourth round rookie. That'd be a fun backfield. Damian Pierce. Okay, Damian Pierce, sure. A fourth-round, third-year guy. Sure, yeah. Whatever happened to him? Devin Singletary just beat him out this year. Played better. I guess, yeah. Okay, let's move on to Saquon Barkley. I will go first here. I would give Saquon Barkley... Four, sorry, three years, $42 million. And I think he's, he could really end up a lot of places, but I have him going back to the Giants. I think they, I think they get a deal done. I had the same exact thing. I had just like the same exact thing. Word for <laughs> well, word, the same exact thing? Yeah. Not, not, wow. not back to the Giants. I think, I think he's the Houston guy out of any of the running backs that people mm-hmm. are linking to him. I think he's the Houston guy. Okay. But I do have the same money. Forty-two million for three years. Yeah, it'd yep. be uh, fourteen. Uh, I'm a little less. 
less annual value and less years. I only did twenty million for two years. Um, wow, explain. Yeah, I'm a. I, I've been a big Saquon fan his whole career, and I still think he's good. It's just like, and like this time last year, that's the the contract you guys said is like where I would want him. Like, is I I'd, I'd give it to him, but like this year, you know, another year that he wasn't like too injured. I think he only missed like three games, but like again, more tread on his tires. Um. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't want to. It's tough to commit to a running back long term, more than two years. I mean, how old is he now? Is he going to be like twenty eight? He is twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's it's tough, and I know I'm arguing for the sake of like I'll just draft a running back, but like at the end of the day, like uh. It's tough to find because, like, we find these like diamond in the roughs all the time. I guess you like it feels like, but I don't know. It's no, no certainty. Like Saquon, when healthy, he's a guy that can be a difference maker. And it's like you're drafting like a guy in the fifth round. Like it's not certain he'll be a difference maker. So there's there's it's not like running backs are totally replaceable. It's just uh, I don't know. It's he's a really tricky one. I do. And I don't really think much of like other teams that would sign him. I just feel like he's a giant. I know it's kind of just like dumb because he's always been there, and like I can only see him as a giant. And I feel like he wants to be there. Like that's where the area he's what he's from Jersey. He's from he's New like, York originally, but actually, yeah. I thought he's like from Jersey. He went to high school in uh, Pennsylvania. He's he was born. I think he was raised partially in, in New York. So right. he's been yeah, around Jersey. Big, yeah. Like he's just a that area too is just like I don't know I, I feel like he he'd want to stay there it's where he's been his whole life so like just like implanting him in Houston I'm not to say he can't it's just like doesn't it feels odd to me but um it, yeah running backs are definitely tricky in general not just you know this isn't just exclusive to Saquon but I feel like to it is in today's NFL I feel like it's relatively hard to justify paying one like top dollar unless it's a situation like the Titans with Derrick Henry a few years ago, where he was literally the, the heart and soul and the large majority of their offensive output. And he like completely earned it. And he's a true difference maker like that situation, or you have to have a lot of cap space, have a quarterback on a rookie contract and not a lot of other, like if you have like an edge rusher that needs like an extension, like it needs to be like the perfect situation, I feel like, because that's why it's so tricky. And these running backs have gotten into a lot of like, you know, uh, intense negotiations, if you will. Like, we want more money. The market doesn't dictate it. So, I don't know. In general, it's tough. And Houston is a team where it makes sense. I guess that's why everyone's saying all these running backs are going to Houston, right? Um, rookie contract. Not a lot of big name stars that need extensions yet. There are a lot of you know their offensive players are all young. Um, I mean, same with Will Anderson, and there's not too many other high profile players on defense that need extensions. So Houston does make a lot of sense. So I get why people are saying it, but it's got to be a certain situation. I feel like for a team to justify paying these guys what we're saying, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any other word on Saquon, or do we want to? We got one more running back to talk about. 
Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. George Jacobs. And this is one I'm going to have to adjust because I did something a little different. So let me go last again for him. I'll go first again. Uh, two years, sixteen million. Uh, I went three years on him too, just like I did with Saquon. I went three years, and he's getting twelve per. So that equals uh, what's that? Thirty six. Three for thirty six. All right. I'm uh. I'm not going to quite split the difference. I'm going to lean a little bit more towards Shreff's side. Uh, but I'll give him two years, 22. And keep in mind that, that this is, like as Mitchell said, that this is me acting in the brain of a guy who like can afford to throw the running back money like that. Yeah, this is also yeah not our money. So it's a lot easier to, to say we would uh, spend it, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very good point. I, I ultimately have him ending, up, ending back up in Las Vegas. I feel like previously, if if I said that, I would be like, there's no way, because it just seemed like the relationship was too far gone. However, Antonio Pierce has really changed that team around. I feel like players want to play for him. They want to stay there. Yeah. And that just certainly wasn't the case before. I know that you know they could still play hardball with Jacobs and not give him what he thinks he's worth, but I feel like maybe he's more willing to um, hear them out, I guess, and you know, when when you like your head coach and you want to be there, that helps the negotiations get off, you know, to a good starting point, I guess, if you will. So I'd give him two years, 22 million. I think he's ultimately going to end up in Las Vegas for that factor, um, playing for who seems to be one of the best players coaches at the moment right now. You guys have any, you think he's going to end up back up there? Or is there a team you have in mind where you could see him? I know the easy answer yeah. we've been saying for everyone is Houston, but uh, you know, do you have I any thoughts there? Back. Didn't think much about it. I'd lean toward back to the Raiders for like for like the Saquon's the one that's like really sticking out to me as as Texans. Out of these three, I think Henry. I mean, it's it's almost certain. I feel like there's no way he ends up back in Tennessee, right? Right. And that's interesting. I feel like a lot of times it kind of things like could end badly, but I feel like that's that's the most mutual parting of ways you could ever get, right? Yeah, like it was. Hen- it Henry's like, you know, I enjoyed my time there. We had a good run, but I want to move on. And the Tennessee's going in a different direction, kind of getting younger and truly committing to a rebuild. So it's nice to see, you know, teams on the same page like that with the player. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, he won the rushing title in 2022. Didn't quite get up to that standard, but still, you know, still showed he could still be a difference-making running back uh, if when he's healthy and utilized correctly. So, yeah, I think he deserves, you know, a little bit of money there. You got all these down, Jack? You're still writing them down? Yep. Okay, perfect. All right, we got two wide receivers on the docket here. Uh, one guy who is, you know, a pretty big name. Had a very good season. Set a very good career. That's Mr. Mike Evans. Hall of Famer Mike Evans. Excuse me. Sorry, I got to address him properly. Uh, I will go first here. I will give Mike Evans. It's, it is tough. He's getting up there in age, but he's still very productive. I'm going to give Evans 
I'll say this. I'm going to have them returning to Tampa Bay. I think they, they can get both done. Where are they ranking cap space? Let me check real quick. They're looking okay, I think. I, I think they're the right in the middle of the pack, right? Yeah, they're looking all right. Yeah, they got like around 40 mil. I'm going to give Mike Evans... Two years, $48 million. Two for 48? Yep. That would make him the fifth highest paid wide receiver in the league. I gave him the same per year, but I gave him a three-year deal. Okay. So you gave him uh, three for 72? Yeah, correct, 72. Okay. I'm right there with you guys. Just to... Tick above Shreff, seventy-five million, three years. Okay, so you give him twenty-five mil. That would make him tie with AJ Brown. uh, He keeps drinking from the fountain of youth. Like I, I, that that was, I was, I was scared to give him the fourth year just because of the age, obviously. But uh, like, I don't know, man. He just keeps, he just keeps being so consistent. And I, I would agree. I, I I do think he returns to Tampa. I, I I feel like the team found something this year. I think keeping bowls shows that they want to kind of try to keep it together the best they can. So I, I do think he goes back. If not, uh, I don't like. I feel like people were already floating the idea out there about the Chiefs, and I I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, thank you. I did hear that about the Chiefs, but I mean, yeah. if going off of, I got Eileen Bucks, but I don't know that Chiefs thing is really enticing. I, I, I don't. I, how can they get that done? They're already like. They're in a sticky situation with Chris Jones and Legarius Sneed. And then they're going to well, bring in Mike Evans, like too. Sneed, I don't know. Like, if Sneed's not on their team and things don't work out with Chris Jones, how likely you think this is that... But if you're them, though, like, wouldn't you... I know you have to address the wide receiver room in some capacity, but wouldn't you want to try to keep that defense that was so dominant this year together... And I know you don't want to give Mahomes nothing, maybe draft another guy in the second round or first round, but I don't know. Wouldn't you want to spend that money on the defense, keep that together? I guess so. Because Mahomes uh, already did it and won the Super Bowl back-to-back years with this. Like, You know what I mean? Is it really even worth doing that? Yeah, but MV- yeah, and then I know- you look at the receiver class that looks like it is going to be there for him even late in the, in the first round. Yeah, and it's a very deep awesome. receiver class. Yeah, but it's just the, an interesting the, thought. The Chiefs just keep missing on receivers. I guess I don't know. Rasheed Rice, Rice wasn't Rice a hit. Rasheed Rice a hit, I would say. We'll see. MVS is gone. I know he sucks, but like, <laughs> oh got wow, more, no, They're Tony. I don't know. Hmm? What are they gonna do? They lost him, man. What? MVS. What are they gonna? Do? They gotta pay Evans now. They got no other choice. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like replacing MVS with like another second round receiver that they draft third round. That's receiver. an upgrade. That guy's a liability. I know he stinks. Yeah, I, I just have a feeling they're going to draft another one in the second or third round. Round, round. They'd be, you'd obviously be more comfortable signing a a known commodity if the money makes sense. But oh, I want to bring up like, I I know I said the the cap goes up and the teams presumably have so much money to spend. But like, if we the Bucks do what we think they'll do and like, the the contract we have them given Baker is like. We'll say thirty million a year, and then 
25 million to Evans. That's I got them five million. That's already that's like a fifth of the cap. That's like twenty to twenty five percent of the their money next year will be on those two players. I'll give you guys a little uh, preview here. I got them signing someone else too. So uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. Like I said, the team's got money, and it's like a lot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but they're gonna manipulate the cap, sprinkle a little dust on there, and it's gonna work and out. They, and we're not talking about these two guys, but. They're losing. I mean, that that has to mean they're going to lose Devin White and Levante David. Levante David, I think, is definitely going to be back. He wants to be a Buck, and like they want him back too. I feel like he's going to sign there too. Devin White's gone. He can go. Okay. Okay. So they're gonna, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. Calvin Ridley. He's an interesting situation because, Jack, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but don't the Jags have to give up a second-round pick if they sign him? Yeah. That's I weird. Think, I think uh, if they sign him in the in like the legal tampering period, like before like free and actually starts, they give up a second. But then if they wait until free and starts, then I think and they sign him then, they give up a third if they sign him, I think. Okay. But regardless, I wanted to do him. He's just like a very interesting situation player to do right now. All right. Well, you chose him, so you can go first. $40 million for two years. Okay. Hmm. I will give him... I initially had a little lower. I think I'm going to bump it up, though. No, keep it. Three years, $51 million. And he signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Weird. This is Ridley, right? Yep. Yeah, I have, uh, I have three years, 16 per, which would be... 48. Uh, 48 so three for 48 i have them going i they got to do it they don't have any draft capital i think this is the move that the panthers got to make gross you got to get someone you need something they have they have a lot of cap right they They have have they're like they're like like middle of the pack how you don't have have the first rounder you got to give bryce young like a legit option so that would be the guy (laughs) from them that i'm that i'm going after Patriots like they have paid, a they paid Thielen and Chark and Sanders last offseason, remembering right? But, like, how much is yeah. that? I don't know. Not, not enough where they shouldn't spend more. I, uh, I'm, I'm not giving him more than two years. I don't trust the guy. <laughs> he will be 30 this year, so that's something. I don't trust Yeah, him. That's, a, that's a factor. Don't trust Is he him. already 30? He's 29 right now, I think. He was a little yeah, inconsistent last year in his play, but he still is really good. And he still, um, I mean, he still had a, he still had a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, he had he had some. I don't know. His I know his I know film yeah. isn't look spectacular from last year, but again, I don't know. You could say knocking off the rust. He's been out for a while for his own doing. Another reason not to trust him. So I'm not giving him more than two years, but I mean, he's worth. 
paying twenty million a year. So I don't know. I, I think after reading his article in the Players Tribune, I think I don't think you have to worry about that. I know mental health, you know, you can't always account for it. It can always come up at any time, but he seems like he was very regretful and he's not gonna make that mistake. But who knows? I don't know. He could definitely mess up again. It's not out of the realm of possibilities, but I think I'm I'm still comfortable giving him three years. I think he's the type of receiver. He prides himself on the route running, not necessarily like a burner per se. I don't think his speed, if that starts to decline a little bit. What I'm trying to say, guys who predicate their game on route running, I feel like can age a little bit better than true speed guys. So Arizona, that'd be fun though. I mean, they might be it, Hollywood Brown's a free agent, so they could potentially be losing him. So they got to address that via the draft or somewhere else at free agency if they don't get him back on the books. He's another guy who's never left the southeast. He's from Florida. Bama. Never. Fal- oh, Atlanta. oh, Ridley. I thought you were talking about Hollywood Brown. I'm like, he's been in, he's in Arizona right now. Oh, when do you didn't when do you say him? I know he's I, in Arizona. Marquise Brown. I didn't know you said his name. I just brought him up because he's a free agent, and if the Cardinals don't resign him, they could def they you know oh, they could go after yeah, someone I'm like Ridley or right. okay no no yeah you're right that makes sense. Okay, should we move on? We got a one tackle to talk about. Yeah, that is Tyron Smith, no longer a Cowboy after. Man, he must have been there for a decade, right? I'm gonna verify that real quick, but he's been there for a while. Yeah, 2011. Jeez. Yeah, I think he just turned 33. I looked it up earlier. Quite the career he's had. Obviously, not in his prime anymore, but still, when healthy, I know that that could be a big if. Uh, can be a pretty. I mean, he was second team All Pro last year, so he still has it when he's healthy. Um, Tyron Smith. Where do you guys have him, and and what uh, what contract are you giving him? Uh, I can go. Um, I'm going to give him two years, 24 mil. I think he still has two good years left in the tank. And uh, I was looking at some comparisons. Dwayne Brown got two years, 20 mil. Um, and that was kind of like the aging veteran, like hopefully to like, you know, kind of come into a team and immediately kind of help shore up the line. So if I was going to give a prediction for him, I kind of like the Bengals as a landing spot. Okay. Not bad. Jack, what do you have? Uh, I have a little more. Three years, $45 million. I think you guys are crazy. That's too much? Crazy? Yeah. Hmm. I'll, give him one, I'll give him one year, $9 million. Whoa. Whoa. I think he'd laugh I, in your I, face. I think he's going to... He's... he's, he's he's already broken down at this point. I think he's gonna. I don't. I think he's just not gonna see the field. Unfortunately, Wait, I have him go. Not see the. F- oh, so okay. Just not be available is what I meant. Okay, that you may phrase it like he's gonna like get, not make the team. No, or, like, no, 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 no. He's he's just. I think he's gonna be hurt too much. Uh, I have him going to the Raiders. I feel like they're a team that could just. I don't know. I could see it being a Raider. Yeah, I mean, like Jack said, he's 33, or is he about to turn 34? 
He, he turned 33 in December. At, at some point next season, he will be 34. Um, I mean, just looking at the games he's played over the last four seasons, two in 2020, 11 in 2021, four in 2022, and 13 last year. So he missed no, 14 games, that. 14 games, six games, 13 games, three games. I'm very hesitant. At a, I know, when he's still on the field, he's very healthy. Sorry. That doesn't make any sense. He's that's very, true. He's a, he's a very good tackle still when he's healthy, but that's just too many games missed, and I just feel like that's going to – it's only going to get worse, I feel like, as he gets older. So I'm very hesitant to give him a long-term deal and a lot of money, personally. Well, Shref's the average contract here. Like, he's right in the middle. I'm three. You're one. Shref's two. What about the amount? I gave, him, I gave him 15 annual. Shref – 12 annual Mitchell 9 annual. Yeah, I'm smack dab in the middle. So that's going to be our contract we give him. Okay. You're welcome. I still think that's too much. But after you said all that, I'm fine with that. Fine with Shrefs or mine? Shrefs as that as being our, our representative contract. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. We got uh, seven players to talk about. Start with probably the biggest name out there in free agency, definitely on the defensive side, uh, Chris Jones. Jeff, you can start us off. Yeah, this is where it, it it gets tough with these with these annual numbers because like it gets to that point where you're almost looking at like at like QB type of deals. Um, I'm gonna give Chris Jones. I'm only gonna give him two years, uh, but I'm gonna pay him 35 mil. I'm giving him a big old big old deal, um, and. I personally, because it's the Chiefs, I think they're going to find a way to finagle and get him back. Um, but if if the Texans decide they don't want to like spend on the running back and decide they want to go all in on on someone on the defensive side to give D'Amico someone fun to play with, I think this would be a, a very fun one. Yeah, that's interesting. Ah. Uh... Again, sorry, I got to do some adjustments because I, I, I wrote down what I think he's going to get. I will give him... I'll give him three years. I, I, I'm comfortable giving... You gave him two years, Shref? I did give him two. I'm going to give him three years, $96 million. So a little less annually, that would give him around thirty-two, if I'm not mistaken, yep. million. Oh, Trev, Trev, were you giving him thirty-five total or thirty-five per year? Oh, per year. Okay, good. I was gonna say. I yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. So two, two years, seventy mil total. So, uh, yeah, I'm giving him three years, ninety-six. That would be thirty-two annually, and that would make him the highest-paid defensive tackle, a little bit more than Donald. So. You know, he still gets the title as the highest paid. Um, I think that's justified. He's probably, I mean, I think he's the best defensive tackle right now in football. Um, so I think he deserves to be the highest paid. And I'm, I mean, he's turning 30. I still think he could be a productive player for three years. So I'm comfortable giving him that. I do, however, think if he were to stay with the Chiefs, I still, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they could pay him that. I just don't see how that's possible. I feel like if he's with the Chiefs, I feel like he's, not gonna have to take a huge pay cut, but maybe looking in the upper twenties range as opposed to like thirty-two to thirty-five range. 
what do you think, Jack? What, what, what's, let's have you say yours. Uh, I'm right there with you guys, annual value. Uh, but I'm going to do 130 for four. Okay. I think that's probably what I would give him. As you say, Mitchell, he's probably the best defensive tackle in football right now and a true difference maker and all that. Um, and I think he will get that. And I, he, he turns 30 this offseason. And I feel like there's going to be a team out there that's going to want to lock him up for the rest of his career. Um, or whatever his most productive years he could I don't know how long he'll play for but um, and at this point I feel like he's and again what do I really know but from an outside perspective like why would he give the Chiefs a, a discount to stay like I, I get to win more Super Bowls but he's won two why not get and again, it's going to be a lot of money if he saves the Chiefs still. But like, why not get like as much as you can? Like, you won two Super Bowls. Like, your legacy is like pretty solidified. Um, yeah, you're a you're a multi all pro. Right. Um, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Like, is he a hall? You think he's a Hall of Famer? <laughs> uh if he has a few uh, more productive years anywhere, like he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Like, uh, so like. Could maybe be one already, and like, why not just get? I don't know as much money I, as you I, can, and like, team a team will pay him that, and it would give him like that long term of a deal out there. I, I imagine. I feel like if you are a multi-time, multi-all pro, um, and if you're a defensive tackle, and you have over a hundred career sacks right now, he is seventy-five point five. So you you'd have to think if he has. Two more solids, two more seasons with what he's doing right now, and he crosses that 100 sack threshold for a defensive tackle. I think you got to be in the Hall of Fame at that point. And he's also the best defensive player on the two Super Bowl winning teams, and one of which is a pretty dominant defense this past season. Yeah, yeah, no, and I understand what you what you said, Jack. I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying if he if he really wanted to be in Kansas City, I just I don't know. I don't know how that's possible to pay him that much but there'll still be a lot of money like you said and um i agree i don't think kansas city could yeah. give him that much right but he'll get it somewhere and i feel like he'll he'll take it because like last year like he, he showed he's he's pretty serious about the holdout thing like he didn't even play week one <laughs> so like yeah, and he still had 10 and a half sacks last year like that's crazy right so he he seems like a guy who's like not saying he's a bad guy or anything and doesn't like the chiefs but like he's you know I respect it. I mean, I feel like yeah. a lot of players kind of just say that and they 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 cave. So I I appreciate him sticking to his convictions. Um, and it clearly didn't. I mean, it didn't really matter. He still still was a first team All Pro and double digit sack, like best player, best defensive player in the league caliber of player. So yeah. All right, Christian Wilkins, another defensive tackle. What do you guys give him? And if you have a team in mind, where do you see him ending up? Um, I can go. I have. Uh, I'm. I'm giving Wilkins a little bit of a longer deal, just because, like, than uh, than Jones, just because I think the the hit's going to be a little lower. So I'm I'm giving him four years for 88 mil total, so 22 per. Um, and I think he is going to end up staying with the Dolphins. I think they're a contending team. And I think when you're a contending team like that, 
and you at least have a little bit of flexibility. I don't think you let a guy like that go. So. Okay. I'm a little lower, not too much lower, but I got him. Uh, I would give him four years, 80 million. That still puts him in the range of, in terms of annual value for other defensive tackles. We're looking at Jonathan Allen, Javon Hargrave, DeForest Buckner, De- Dexter Lawrence, like that range. I think he's comparable to those types of players. Don't think he's quite in the Quinn and Williams, Aaron Donald, Durant, like that level. I think he's a little bit below. So that's where I give him. I think, he, you know, he's obviously still a young player. So I have no problem giving him the four year deal. And I had a little fun with this one. I have him going, I don't know why. I think it'd be a fun fit, Seattle. Mike McDonald, defensive coach, beefing up that defense, still a young defense. I think um, putting all your chips and trying to get back to that dominant defense that we saw a decade ago for Seattle uh, would be pretty cool. So I got him going to Seattle. A little lower. 70 million for four years. Okay. Was that like 17.5? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I never uh I he's good, I can recognize that. He never like wowed me that much. So I guess that's reflective here in the amount of money I'd give him. Uh but I mean still deserving of I feel like seventeen point five is like decent. So yeah, I don't know. Don't really have much else to say on it. All right, that's like Ed Oliver, which Ed Oliver really outperformed his contract last year. Um, yeah, Kenny like, Clark, I, I think I did, I did look at that like in the same draft class too as Ed Oliver, right? Yeah, 2019. I don't know. They seem like they're comparable players. It felt like it was right to me. Okay. Fair enough. Oops. Sorry. Got out of my, uh, my notes there for a second. We're going to move to a couple. We have four edge slash outside linebackers to talk about. Very interesting. Uh, a couple guys that had fantastic seasons. Let's start with uh, let's start with Josh Allen. That's going to be. I think we could be all in agreement here, but uh, Jack, you can go first as a as a resident Jackson. What's the Jacksonville Duval Duval Duval, Duval resident? Um, um, do you say we're going to be all in agreement? You think we're going to all have the same exact thing? <laughs> Let me go first, actually. Okay. okay. I I have I have him tag tagging him. Oh, didn't even cross my mind. I, I have him tagging him. I don't know if that's in the spirit of this game. No, I think you need to give him a contract. Well, I'm gonna need some time then. All right, you can go last. But I, uh, yeah, because like, there was the guys that I omitted from this list in general, like because like. Higgins will probably be tag, or they already did tag, tag Higgins. Like for Michael Pittman Jr., like did they already tag him? Like, I don't know. I think I think it's very uh, likely, but I think what? for I think for Pittman's case, at least from what I've read, I feel like there's more of an optimistic feel that a an extension is going to get done. He may get tagged at first, but then an extension will get worked out. I think that's what I'm gathering for him at least. But there's okay. some guys on here, like, I know we haven't talked about Patrick Queen yet. I didn't even consider tagging because I think the Ravens are going to tag Matabike so that they wouldn't be able to tag Queen. Um, 
So there were some guys like that. I, he was the only guy I really thought the tag really fit. Although that w- could get really ugly because I feel like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what the Jags are doing. I feel like they should have just extended him already, especially because they're not even paying Trevor yet. So, Yeah. Um, Trev, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go. Uh, I'd be, I would be comfortable giving him, this is a big one, but it, I think it, 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 it adds up with some of the other guys. And I think, I think this past season for him, he kind of proved that he's certainly worthy of a deal, but I'm, I'd be okay giving him five for 125 so 25 per, I know it's a, I know it's a huge deal, but this is like kind of the top end of where I think, you know, these pass rushers are going in terms of money. Uh, Shrev, I'm right there with you. I have a hundred yeah. million for four, so just one year yeah. less. Yeah. Um, I mean, incredibly productive season last year, and like that does kind of scare me a little bit. In a contract year, has like your best year by far in terms of sacks. Like I don't know. Um, but I mean, he's still a good player. I, I he he's worthy of that. Of like that's like near the top of edge rusher money. So yeah. Uh- I think I'm going to agree with Jack. I'm looking at the list of the rest of the guys here in terms of edge rushers and what they're making. That would put him tied with Miles Garrett. I know, you know, Miles Garrett, you'd rather have him. I feel like Garrett, if, if he were up for, if it was Garrett going into free agency right now, he would probably get like $35 million. So, um, but I think 25 is, is, is appropriate for Allen. And, uh, I mean, in terms of a team, because I've been doing that the whole time, so in, in the spirit of solidarity, I'm going back to the Jags. I think they'll just wise up and eventually pay them. So I'm going four years, $100 million back to Jacksonville. I'm not too worried about like him having his best season in a contract year. I, I, he's still going to be good. I don't know. Oh, look at you don't think so? I mean, he had a really, really productive rookie year, and then it dipped. His production dipped a little bit, and then it picked back up. Obviously, last year. So, right, like excluding his rookie year, he went sack totals: two point five, seven point five, seven, and then seventeen point five. Like that's his total last year is more than his last three seasons combined. Yeah, I mean, he played seven games that one year, but. Yeah. See what you mean. Okay. Daniil Hunter, the guy that had what he had like 16, 17 sacks last year, right? I mean, he, he's been even more consistent. I mean, he's had, you look at his numbers, um, past five years, 14 and a half, 14 and a half sacks, six sacks, but only played seven games, 10 and a half and 16 and a half, um, multiple time pro bowler um, got defensive player of the year votes a couple years ago. Um, just a very good solid edge rusher and has been in Minnesota his whole career. So he could definitely be looking at a change of scenery here, but Shref, where you have uh, Daniel Hunter and how much would you give him? Uh, I would give him, I'm only giving him two years. Uh, he's getting a little up there in age. Uh, he had a good season this past year, but still only give him two years. Um, so I'll I'll give him two for forty, so twenty per. So I'm still giving it's still a nice hefty payday. Um, I think this is where it gets a little tough with the Vikings because there are 
like you're going to have the Jefferson deal coming up. Like there's going to be guys that you're going to have to kind of get rid of. And I could see Hunter being one of them. So I don't necessarily think I have like a landing spot for him in my brain. But if I had to make a guess, I would say I think he goes somewhere that is not Minnesota. All right. So you're, ta- you're taking the field there. I, I'm going to give Hunter three years, $69 million, $23 million per. And I'm going to have him signing. This is my other guy I'm signing with Tampa Bay. Reason being, uh, George Edwards, their outside linebackers coach, was his defensive coordinator in Minnesota from, I believe, his rookie year till maybe his third or fourth year. He's got some type of connection there. Um, I know that, you know, they got Joe Tryon and Yaya Diaby, so they got some good young edge rushers already, but I feel like you can never have enough. Um, and I think he's a player worth pay, uh, paying for, so paying up for, I mean. So that's now like $80 million for three players? Yeah, they'll get it done. Like I said, they're going to sprinkle their magic cap manipulation dust. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm giving him more. He's always been a player I really liked. Uh, and Mitchell, you read off his stats. Like he's, and this year particularly, he's been incredibly productive too. Like he's not really slowed down. Um, I have three years, ninety million. Whoa! So you have him being the second highest paying edge rusher in the league? Yeah, that's kind of just where, like, I don't know. Production-wise, I'm sure you could pull up like some stats over the past however many years, and like he's like up there on the conversation, and like factor in like you know contracts increasing year to year, and this year particularly, as I said in the beginning, I feel like he can get thirty million a year or close to it, and I'd be comfortable giving to him. I really, I've always really liked him, and liked him especially a lot last year. So. Yeah, that's certainly fair. I mean, outside of that one year in 2021 I'm looking at right here, he's been healthy and available. I think he's only missed probably like two games other than that season in his uh, eight-year career or so. Mm-hmm. So a, a healthy player um, has been available and very productive when he's on the field, obviously. so. And I wouldn't, given his age, I would not give more than three years. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I could see, I think, Three for what I said in the seventy to seventy-five million dollar range, I think is is comfortable for me. That would be that probably the most seventy-five, but yeah, sixty-nine, seventy. I'll, I'll like I personally that, so. view him as better than Josh Allen, so I'd I'd give him more than the twenty-five million year I gave Josh Allen. That's right. I mean, egregious, but Allen is what three, four years younger than three years younger than him. Right, but that's reflected in the in the length of the contract. I mean, one year, right? Then you give Josh Allen four. I did right. So, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I think he, I mean, that's going to be, he, he was the name that was really floating out there in, in the trade deadline talk. So yeah, I was honestly surprised he didn't get dealt. So then we'll, we'll see if he ends up somewhere else now. Brian Burns, a guy that's, I feel like he's been in contract talks with the Panthers for forever. I'm so, I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't been moved already personally. Same. I guess I'll start us off. No, again, I, I sorry. I, I know I misunderstood and messed up here, so I'm gonna have to rework what I'm what I'm thinking here. But 
I got a team in mind and I have a range. So you guys go ahead. Sure, if you can go. Uh, I'm giving him, uh, compared to Josh Allen, I'm giving him a little bit more um, just because, uh, you know, I, I, I think his, the size and just everything about him, it seems like it sets up a little better. I was look, I was comparing him to some other guys and it feels fair, but I'm, I, I'd give him, I'd give him like five for 150. I'd go high on it. Uh, you know, in, in a perfect world, this is another guy that I could see the Panthers maybe trying to throw a tag on again, um, but I just don't know if he's going to go for it this time. Um, in terms of a landing spot, that's where it gets tough because like the money that that, that guy's going to command if he gets out in the open market is going to be pretty ridiculous. So it's going to have to be one of these you know, cheap quarterback spots most likely. Um, so I'd, I'd be interested to hear your landing spot, Mitchell, because I don't know if it sets up with what I'm talking about there. But Yeah, I'm... Um... I got to do the math real quick. So, Jack, let you go ahead real quick. I got to add up the years or multiply the years, I mean. Uh, I'm a lot lower on him. Ooh. I have a $60 million for three years. I just... Uh, okay, so hold on. Jack has them for $30 mil, Sorry, $20 million a year. Chef has them for $30, 30 million a year. Correct. Or 10 off. He just... um, He's good. I recognize that. Just his production... <laughs> Should I label him? Uh, I feel uh, like I know where it's going. You can label him. I label him more name than game. <laughs> I just, dude, be, being on the Panthers is a tough scene. But that would give it, like, all the more reason to shot. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he, he averages about, game. like, he'll get game. you, like, eight, nine sacks a year. So it's like he'll get you a sack every other game, he'll get you a QB hit a game. Like he's not the premier pass rusher like that I would give top money to. I mean, he's somewhat productive and he has talent. It's just like I don't know. He doesn't like move the needle for me. Yeah, I mean, should I just go so I can say my opinion? Yeah, on, go. on him and everything. I. I mean, it's not super surprising, but I'm in between you guys. That would be kind of crazy if I was higher on him than Chef or lower than him than Jack. I'm going to give him five years, $115 million, which is $23 million. So I'm a little closer to Jack, but I'm still relatively in the middle. Um, and a team that I have him going to is the Bears. So that kind of fits what Shref is saying. Yeah, Seemingly will be a rookie contract with probably Caleb Williams. Um, they did just trade for and sign Montez Sweat. So he's already like a top five to seven paid edge rusher. However, the Bears still have the third most cap space. So they definitely have the money to make it work. And they've been, I feel like they've been trying for years to get that edge rusher, right? So ever since they traded um, Khalil Mack, right? Like they, they brought in Yannick and Gakwe. Fine. Then they trade Montez Sweat. And he could still be good for them for sure. But if he can, if Sweat can turn into, you know, continue to be what they think he can be, and then you bring in Brian Burns, I mean, maybe they'll complement each other and they'll just bring out the best in each other and just have both have productive seasons and Chicago will finally get what they're, they want. So I think they're a team. Now, I said what I'd be comfortable giving him. I think he would get closer to what Shref said, personally. I think if, I think he would probably, 
get like twenty seven million, something like that. I think he'd at least get twenty five. So that that's what I think he'd get. I just I think I'd be comfortable with like twenty twenty three, twenty four personally. So yeah, I have him going to the Bears. That's still a pretty good payday. And yeah, like I said, I, if he if he were to go to another team, which I feel like it's probably more likely than not, I he would need to have more production. The production he has right now, while it is consistent and pretty solid, it's not going to justify paying that much money for him. So he would need to take it to another level for sure. Okay. We got how many more? Two more players to go. One more edge rusher and then a, and a linebacker. Darius Smith, guy who a little older than all these guys, right? I think he's in his 30s. Is he? Let me check real quick. Yeah, he is. Um, oh, he's thirty-one. Wow, he's about to be thirty-two. Beginning of the season, so about to definitely be getting up there year. in age. Jack, where do you have uh, Smith ending up, and wh- what would you be comfortable giving him? I didn't give a team. I'm not sure, but thirty million two years. I feel like maybe it's a little high too, but I don't know. Shreff, are you in agreeance or is he a little crazy? I have two for 20. I have two for 20. Yeah, I, I still think that's high. I think with his age, uh, I don't know. I would give him like one for eight. Wow. It's probably more realistic for what he'll get, I think. I have him, I have him returning to Baltimore where he started his career. Um. I feel like Baltimore could. I mean, they're pretty stacked everywhere, but maybe he'll, he'll like. I don't know. Maybe he'll try to ring chase. You know. Um, yeah, they, I could see it. So any of the place that he's been before, so maybe he's comfortable there. I don't know. So yeah, I I, I got Baltimore, and I think it's going to be a, a cheaper deal than what you guys think. And I don't. I don't. Wouldn't give. I don't think. I. I, I don't know. I'm not giving him that much money where you guys are. So, all right. Anything else? Are we ready to move on to our final guy? This yep. one's interesting. It really is. I know we, I, I alluded to him a couple players ago, but Patrick Queen, middle linebacker, it's, it's interesting, right? Because I thought, I mean, I, I reminded myself of his draft class, uh, 2019. And I'm like, well, why isn't he playing under the fifth year option? They didn't pick up his fifth year option. And then with the tag, they got to tag either him or Justin Matabike, who had a fantastic year. And I feel like I've heard more chatter about them tagging uh, Matabike. So that leaves Queen uh, viable to hit the open market. So did they tag him last year? That last year would have been. His uh, last year was his, the option pickup, and they declined it, so he was just yeah. playing on the last year of his rookie deal this year. So now he's just a he's a bona fide free agent, no matter. No, what. wouldn't minute. wouldn't no no yeah the twenty twenty three season was his fifth season because he played nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two that's four, and then if they didn't pick up his fifth option, he'd be a free agent last year. Let me. So check I thought they quick. did. They could have tagged him last they year. Have I just to, or, I was thinking, I was thinking. Like going into this year, but yeah, you might be right in terms of last season. Oh, he was 
I'm an idiot. He was he was drafted in 2020. I got the year wrong. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's his situation. But he had the best year of his career this year, I'd say. I mean, what? He made second team All-Pro, I think? Yeah, uh, second team All-Pro. Yeah. Had a ton of tackles. Um, playmaker all over the field. So, you know, hmm. I know <laughs> the Ravens have Roquan Smith and him last year. That doesn't really get much better than that. So, right. Um, I guess I'll go first. I haven't gone first in a while. I have him going. Hold on. In terms of landing spot, I had him going to Houston. I know we've thrown around Houston a lot. I know they yeah, have. Everyone. Yeah, I know. Um, a lot of cap space. I think they're sixth in the league, 70 million. And I don't know. I'm just thinking D'Amico Ryans. He was a middle linebacker. Um, throw some money on the defensive side of the ball and really beef that up. Uh, I feel like he would love to be a defensive, a, a team with a strong defense. And I feel like, I know you could say middle linebacker is not, a, not of as important position as an edge rusher or maybe a lockdown corner, but I think Queen can still be a, a difference maker in the middle. So I think uh, that could be justified, especially with a team with a rookie. You know, we sound like a broken record. Rookie, con- rookie quarterback contract, a lot of cap space, all that stuff. In terms of his contract, I have him. Sorry, I'm just one second. I think I'd give him four years, $72 million. That'd be $18 million a year. That'd make him the third highest paid middle linebacker. Behind Roquan Smith, his former teammate. Well, potential former teammate. And Fred Warner. Because after that, you get down to like CJ Mosley, Tremaine Edmonds, Devondre Campbell, Devin White. I guess there's not a lot of middle linebackers that have gotten that big payday, right? So there's a big drop off. There's a big drop off. Yeah, so I think he's above. He's not quite at the Roquan Smith, Fred Warner level, but just under that, especially hitting the open market here. So I think four years, seventy-two is appropriate. What do you guys think? Uh, I give him. I'm going to give him thirteen per. Uh, I'll give him the four-year deal. So what does that get me to? Uh, be 52 52 yeah. yeah four for 52 i think i mean we'll we'll see how it works out just because like obviously guys are going to look at the numbers and everything but i i do think for him a large portion of why he performed the way he did this year was because of having roquan smith next to him um i think it took a lot of the mental game out of out of like off his plate and it was more just like go hunt but i'm afraid that you know a team's going to want to pay him to be like your guy in the middle and he certainly could like he's still young so i'm not going to say that he can't be that i just i wouldn't be surprised if the early returns on him aren't what the team is hoping for yeah I, certainly I, agree, I agree with that shref and i'm more with you on the contract i have 36 million for three years which i uh maybe i should have done four and maybe partially me undervaluing him is that like to me, Roquan Smith is who really stuck out in that middle linebacker duo, and like he kind of outshined Patrick Queen. And again, he's probably the best middle linebacker in football or top two. So that's not much of a uh, a dig. Yeah, that that Queen is bad, but um, yeah, and that, but that's a good point, Shref. Like, you know, playing with a guy that good, 
you can uh it can help you shine even more so yeah maybe uh i don't know again man our average will probably be pretty reasonable maybe like 14 for four 15 for four 60 million four years i don't know interesting yeah i um i don't know i think i'd be fine with paying him a little bit more i think he could be a I mean, I guess you would really only pay difference makers at the middle linebacker position. I think he's talented enough to be there. Yeah, you could you could say, was he a uh, beneficiary of his circumstances? But I don't know. We will see. We'll probably, unless the Ravens resign him, we will get the answer to that question. Just coming up soon. And that's our free agency preview, folks. Uh, exciting times. I can't wait to see not only with the free agency and all these signings, but all these trades that could be coming down the pipeline, whether that's Justin Fields, Russell Wilson. Um, I'm sure there's receivers. Is there any receivers that are on the trading block? Brandon Ayuk. I've heard some rumblings about him. Mm -hmm. Deontay Johnson, perhaps. So a lot of guys could be moving around. It's an exciting time of year. Obviously the draft is in uh, about six weeks or so, and that's, one of our favorite times of the year. So stay tuned for all that and all that coverage that we have on, on the podcast here. So yeah, exciting time. Then we go through a little bit of a dead period, but we will certainly we'll, we'll fill, we'll fill that out with some jeopardy and other topics and whatnot, but thanks for listening. Um, be sure to share the show with anyone you think would enjoy it. Any other comments before we sign off here today? No, I'm just I'm excited to figure out our our average collective contracts. I I love compare. I want to compare it and see what they actually get. And see how see how smart yeah. we are. See how okay. We are. See if we should be in the front office one day. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are going to be surprised on a couple of the guys like Tyron Smith, Zedarius Smith. Right. Uh, I think good thing we had you to bring it down. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, but you maybe Patrick Queen won't get enough money, and you guys will kind of level me out there. So. Mm. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next week with another episode.